So it's the dream. What should I call it? The dynamic duo. I'll call us tonight, isn't it? Yeah. With uh, just me and you, Richie. While Alex is swatting off doing. Well, I don't know what he's doing really. He uh, he hasn't told us. So um, yeah, just the dynamic duo. So tonight, um, although I have pre warned you, this is what we're gonna. This is what we're gonna look at. We've obviously got Oldham to look at. Uh, a couple of elements to that. Uh, the yeah. loss at Notts County. Uh, I've got one, two, three, four, five, about five or six different little bits of news, which uh, might be quite quick for some of them. We might want to have a little chat over and then we'll we'll try and predict Barnet because all of a sudden now I think we've potentially got an injury, um, I'm assuming, to Jordan Davis. Yeah. So we've probably got some decisions to start being made. Um, so we'll uh, we'll have a think about that and do some score predictions if that's all right with you. Yeah, no problem. And maybe you can fill us in on fan cam, because uh, did you took a fan cam last night, didn't you? Yeah, there wasn't much to it though, really. Wasn't oh much dear. To <laughs> <laughs> oh well, well, well you, maybe you can fill us in. So, should yeah. we start? We'll start with Oldham, shall we? Okay, doke. Um, did you, I know you went? Yeah. What did you think of the game? I'm not going to ask you where you were sat. What did you think of the game? Uh, I had a different. Well, I'll just say I had a different view into majority of fans um i think i i got they were gonna always going to be like that oldham it was the first managers the manager's first home game yeah um obviously they played bromley and got beat there convincingly so he'd obviously had time to work with his players a little bit longer and they put a plan in place and they 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 did what a lot of teams will do this year stop the source which is our fullbacks our wingbacks they did that really well uh four 60 minutes where they obviously they run out of steam. They couldn't yeah. do it for so long. It's one of them. You can put a plan in place, but I don't think he's got the squad to replace the ones who were in the starting 11 to come on and sort of carry that job on for him. Uh, and the other's naturally just tired. Um, but like a lot of people said on, on the bus on the way home, uh, when I could have a conversation, it was it was a champion's performance, wasn't it? Not playing well. To get a result when you're not playing well, you just take it. Thank you very much. Move on to the next game. Um, it's just the relentless attacking in the second half was. It was good to see, but I, I've got a thing, and it comes into the next ninth North County game a little bit as well. We're getting a little bit like Man City were last year. We're good up until the box, and that sounds daft for the amount of goals that we've scored, but that is becoming an ongoing problem for me against relatively decent teams. I would say. Yeah. Um, so from my point of view, I mean, I, it was one of the best atmospheres in the away end that I've had in a long time. It was a good old, good stadium for it. You know, it, the, the sort of acoustics was perfect. It was bizarre reading Oldham fans saying that they couldn't hear us singing, etc. And that was quite embarrassing, really, for them, because, you know, it was it was bouncing in that away end. Um yeah. So it was a re- it was really good, although it was stressful. Um, you know, it was it was it was really good. I think I obviously enjoyed it more because we snatched a win, basically, didn't we? Let's be honest. Yeah. I know what you're saying about we had a lot of the ball in their half, etc., um, and then perhaps weren't as clinical as what we we 
should have been. Um, yeah. But in the end, it was a it was a snatch and grab. And you're absolutely right. It's that's that's what Chesterfield had done a couple for a couple of weeks on the trot, haven't they? That's what's yeah. kept them there a little bit of momentum going. I know they've sort of fallen off a little bit at the moment, but that has kept them at the top of the table for a couple of weeks. Uh, and that was our that was our version of it last night. Uh, on Saturday, wasn't it? The, the the snatch and grab, and on you go sort of thing. Um, it's uh, it was it was really interesting for me. I watching the watching the some of the highlights back. I was really disappointed with Howard on the goal. Uh, when you watch the Triple A video that Amy did, you know it really highlights the fact that he sh- he'll be disappointed with that. He should have done better. Um, but you know you, you pay pay top dollar for people like Mullin to. You know, do those decisive big moments, uh, and you know he's come up trumps again, hasn't he? Because you know you got you got to have some bottle to take that pen. Oh yeah, certainly. I mean, have we ever took a penalty in front of two two and a half thousand people? Um, I can't imagine that. You know, obviously everyone was wanting him to score, so it's a little bit different. It wasn't opposing fans, yeah. but that's what you say. That's what you pay the difference for. That's why he's a professional footballer, and we're doing this. Yes, because. He, you know, he's got the mentality and the, the mental strength to do that. And uh, he passed it with flying colours, didn't he? Yeah. Um, I know a lot of we, we sort of, we, midway through the game, we sort of did change formation as we sort of, as we got, dare I say it, as we got desperate and we started to throw on different players, we had to tweak the formation, didn't we? And it was interesting that we sort of ended up with a four four two diamond. Um, and it's just, the more we do it, I don't know whether it's the formation or just the desperation of us keep to attack because we had to switch it up a little bit last night as well as uh, as we ended up with virtually the same players on the pitch, I think, actually. It was the same substitute, yeah, we did, wasn't yeah. it? Um, yeah, it was, yeah. Um, and and it'd be inter- it's interesting, you know, because lots of people criticise his 3-5-2 formation. Um, but I don't know whether it's just the formation because you're playing with more impetus and you are more attack-minded, and I'm not sure you can do be that willy-nilly from the start of a game. Yeah, we spoke about. I know I did myself mention a couple of weeks ago on one of the podcasts that about um, is it like an arrogance of where he wouldn't change the formation? So now he is changing the formation, um, but it's a bit of a mentality thing of where it seems as if well we'll give you so long to see what you've got to offer. And then we'll bring it, we'll kick it in. Um, I put a thing out today on Twitter, but is it our warm ups wrong away from home? Mm. Is it that we, I don't know what it is, but we don't start. Uh, we've yeah. seen two games now in the space of four days, and we haven't started any of them well. Um, and that's been a bit of, it's not just now that against the top sides, that's a bit of a problem for us. Yeah. Um, Chesterfield was the same, don't, and that's on what was only three or four weeks ago, whatever it was. I've lost count. Yeah. Um, that was exactly the same, wasn't it? Yeah, I've had the um, same off uh, people who went to Yeovil as well. I've said it's very similar. Um, and, I mean, in theory, they'll probably think they're doing everything right because they stay away, don't they? They have the night there, so they're rested after their travel. And, yeah. you know, they can do some decent... Instead of being travelling perhaps in the morning, they can do some warm-ups or preps or walks or, you know, they might re- do video reviews of, uh, you know, analysis... But theoretically, that bit of it feels like it's right. Just as soon as the ball kicks off, it's like we're still on the bus. That's what it was like last night. I'm trying not to spoil the the chat about last night, but that was that's like that's what it was, wasn't it? Yeah, it's it's frustrating because them players obviously got changed for the two games, the same 
same uh, players got substituted. Obviously, one was injury linked or whatever, yeah. or similar, sorry, similar, similar changes. But it's as if them players, players now, is Max Clever thinking, oh, if it's not going our way, I'm off after an hour, because it's going to st- it start. It's happened to him a few times now, hasn't it? You know, it's three or four times, is it? I think. Yeah. Where he's had it now, and he's going to start thinking, and that's going to be on his. That's going to be playing. And sometimes, after times, you get players who try too hard. So the ones who get taken off predominantly for the switches or when we're struggling, when we're losing 1-0 or when we're looking to go and win the game, they're going to be thinking, well, I'm off here in five minutes. Or they'll keep looking over to the bench. To see I'm if he's warming minute. up, yeah. Yeah, I- I'm going to be going in five minutes. I'm going to be subbed. Um, so I think that we... <sighs> Listen, everyone are going... Just to look, Saturday will be a different game again, but it needs to... We've played the two hardest games, haven't we? Yeah. Away from home. Yeah, and theoretically, in most people's eyes. Yeah. Um, but it was never going to be a case of we go there and steamroll them. Nope. I didn't think Oldham. I think a lot of people were putting up, even Oldham fans, or oh, you'll get four or five with your strike force. But all I would say is the class came through in the end, didn't it? That was yeah. the, you know, it was touch and go. Don't get me wrong, and you know, ninety fifth minute winner is touch and go. But. We weren't like working the goalie, were we? We were. It wasn't like heroics, you know, and tipping them around the post. No, I get. Yeah. And if you look at the the, the equalising goal, I mean, you know, it's your centre half dropping a shoulder in the box, leaving yeah. somebody on their backside and firing into the bottom corner. I mean, you couldn't you couldn't write that, could you? No, and and then you say to yourself, well, is it because they're too they're panicking that much about Mullin and Palmer that distracts defenders to go towards him, have more players towards them because they're i.e. the danger men who are going to score the goals. And that gives toes of that room in the box. You know, you'd yeah. say, well, I'll give, well, I'll give the centre half five yards in the box. He ain't going to do anything. All right. It came back, you know, in fruition and we got the, we got the goal from it. But yeah, as much as they, they didn't do much, I think Mullin will run all game. Yeah. Um, I'll go on to Palmer later on because I've yeah. seen obviously what the, the vote of that has happened. But I just think that it's with them sometimes it's their name that helps us as well. Yeah, because of where they've been. Yeah, get that. So let's well let's have a look at the. Uh, let me bring up the ratings from the uh, from the Oldham game, and we'll just we'll pick out the the sort of uh, the key ones because um, we did do uh, I did do that. So um, as I scroll down through my Twitter profile to find the fan ratings, though the average ratings. So again, I'll. Well, I'll go through them all, and then we'll pick out two or three. Yeah. Is that all right with you? To, yeah, uh, fine. Just to try and be succinct. So, in fact, I'll do the defence first, including the keeper, and then we'll go from there. So, yeah. Mark Howard got an average of 6.1, Ford 6.7, McFadden 5.8, Toza 6.3, Hayden 6.7, and Cleworth 6.4. Pick something out of that. Anything you think, think is wildly wrong or is wildly sort of either above or beyond or below what you would have given? Um, I think Ford is, uh, like I said, they did their homework on the wing backs, yeah. but for Ford, he's been a pretty good, consistent performer for the last four to five games, I would say. If he's won a couple of man the matches, and if he hasn't, he's been very unlucky not to win it. Yeah. Um, I think it's a little bit worrying that. The defense is just being all right. It's yeah. not. It's not like nothing gets past us. 
Um, to I be fair, Hayden got just caught. to hold, hold Hayden's got caught. Yeah. Oh, that I understand. I think from a ratings point of view, you're right. I think statistically, up until last night, I think we had joint best defence in the league. Ironically, as well, though, didn't mm. we? Um, but it but doesn't yeah, seem to people, yeah, watching, not, yeah. yeah, but people people aren't when they're watching it, they're not feeling confident that this is a, for want of a better word, it's a wall, this, and people aren't going to get by it. And I think no. I, we, I, I've been saying that all season because of Mark Howard. Mark Howard didn't give me any confidence early on. Uh, so I was always saying, I when, in all the predictions, I've always said we're going to concede. So it is interesting that although the stats are saying we're as good as anybody, when we what we're watching feels a bit more like, uh, you know, it's not, as, it's not that it's drilled into us. Yeah, I think... There's two ways of looking at it. You can say, oh, the defence doesn't look as strong as it is. You can go to the protection the defence has got. Mm. But then we've also got to remember we're playing with five. If we concede a goal at home and we're four or five up, it doesn't matter. No. As in so much as the fact that it's not going to change the course of the game. And our wing-backs will be higher up, naturally, because that's what the formation does. Yeah. When we've got the ball, they push higher up. They attack, yep. Yeah. But... Away from home is a different kettle of fish, isn't it? And that's where we've got to, I think, like I mentioned a couple of weeks ago about team shape. Um, sometimes it's a case of getting getting your bodies in and, get, and being tight and then breaking them down. And you, the 50 50s are loose ball, we win and then off we go. Uh, and we sort of impact and off we go quick, quickly up the pitch. But it's a tough one, isn't it? It's tough margins because you can make a run, think you've got the man, and the ball can switch quickly and open in the shoot and the score. Um, but yeah, I just the defence doesn't look as confident as it did last year with them three there. At the, at the moment, at the moment, yeah, yeah. I'd be. I will come on to the midfield now, but I just I'll be interested when everybody's fit. If we were going away to a Chesterfield or a a county, or or maybe we have to do it in a cup game, I just wonder whether Parkinson would be tempted to go with a midfield three of Young, Jones, and O'Connor. For the to start the game and then use your Davises and your Lees to change it like from sixty minutes, uh, feels like part. It, it, Phil Parkinson always feels to me like that's the type of thing he would do. Yeah, I, I would say in a cup match, especially if we're playing a higher team, Big team, yeah, would do that. Yeah, but then I would say, and we've spoke about Jordan Davis. We seem to talk about him every week, don't we? Um, last year. Phenomenal. Sometimes you get them seasons, don't you? Everything you hit goes in. Purple patch, you know, for want of a yeah, better word. He was, yeah. he, but he was consistent performer. You know, even the guys in BT were saying, you know, he's one of the top three players in the league this year. After, I think it was after Mullin and uh, one of the Stockport lads as well. But Elliot Lee has come on for me and he gives us a different dimension. The team, the team make different runs when he's on the pitch. Yeah. He goes forward. He's, he just drives forward. Yeah, he can see that gap. He can see, and that's why he's played at championship level and nobody else in the squad has. He has. Yeah. He can see that gap and put it through. But now we've got the other unfortunate part. Now we've got to get our players on the same wavelength. Yeah, Very similar to when, it's the opposite of when Ian Rush came to play for Wrexham. He's making all the runs and the lads can't see the run. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Right, let's have a look at our midfield then. So, James Jones got a 5.9, Luke Young got a 7.1, and Jordan Davis got a 5. Um, I can't remember exactly how I rated, but it wouldn't have been a million miles off that. 
Yeah, I think Jordan had a shot, didn't he, that went um, high and wide Yeah, uh, early on the first early half. On. Yeah. Yeah, James Jones, for me, he can do... You probably get two great games out of him, or three, and then he get a drop-off. Um, I don't know what it is. We spoke, you know, he's meant to be one of the fittest players in the in the at the club. Yeah. But we just get that drop off. Whereas, let's be honest, Luke Young is not going to be many games where he gets under seven, is there? Nope. He does perform every, and as a captain, and that's why he's got the armband, isn't it? For me. Yeah. Um, Parkinson said that. I think recently, yeah. he had to, for some reason, it must have come up as a question, and he reiterated that fact. He said, you know, he basically sets, but he sets the example. Yeah. Um, so yeah, James Jones is an interesting one. I think the thing that frustrates people is his his midfield play is he's not a tough tackling defensive midfielder, and he's not a very creative or goal scoring attacking midfielder. So people don't really understand kind of what he is. Um, and where he shines is when you're playing, uh, you know, with a with a good consistent press. And you need somebody all the time to be that first person to engage. And he's the legs and he is that man. And that's, so that's what he is. And when you don't play to that, then he, he stands out as a bit of a, a loose end, really, I think is the problem. Do, do, is it the fact of, if he plays on Saturday, he'll be great on Saturday. Is that because we press more at home? Maybe. Yeah, maybe we sit back it, and a bit deeper he, away. Yeah, yeah, and that's not his, I'm not saying he should be adaptable. But that's not his main aim game. A game, is it? Yeah. And yeah. I think that's. I think do you know what? I think that's pretty good. A good assessment of him. I think it'd be interesting to see how he performs the next couple of away games against maybe. Oh, I mean, Bournemouth, maybe not the so-called teams who we think are to be challenging, but at home. Now you know he he does get. He's like clever, doesn't he? He gets one the ones. He's always getting taken off, isn't he? When we have to go for it. It seems like it now. Yeah. Yeah, it is, isn't it? Um, and unfortunately, that's just. That's the manager's choice, isn't it? You know, we can't yeah. like it lump it for us. But I think, yeah, I think when we play the high press, that's his game because he's he's more energetic box to box. Yeah. And when we go from away from home, we sit in and that's not his, yeah, you know, it's, it must be like a dog pulling him on the lead. Don't go, don't go, sit in type of thing. Yeah, yeah. No, that's, uh, I think that's a fair comment. So front two, uh, Mullin 7.2, Palmer 6.8, Um Again, they, they were they didn't. Uh, I mean, it's hard because they they had scraps really, didn't they? Again, yeah, yeah. I'm you know, to, to was... the penalty to do, but apart from that, you know, it, it's not like we were sliding balls through for them to give them one on ones all game. They were they were having to, you know, Mullin especially having to drop deep and wander around to try and make something happen and get involved. Yeah, I do think when when Dalby came on um, the second half and Mulls dropped a little bit, didn't he? With Elliot yep. Lee, they've seemed to link up really well. Them too. I think that's because they played at the higher level. They've yep. got that idea of uh, of to slide them through balls or how to keep the ball ticking over. Ollie's a strange one. I don't. He always runs. He always works. Yeah. Don't be influenced by last night. I think that's still fresh in the mind, probably. Yeah. Because um, obviously there was. A, we'll talk about that. But you know, he's he still works hard. He's still. I you know, I'd still like him to be stronger. I think he's a bit weak for somebody so big. Um, but I noticed a couple of things Saturday from my viewpoint where I could see um, Ollie had a couple of goals at Howard um, there's goal kicks sending the ball and they were playing them all towards Mullin and he was like screaming no you put them on me you yeah. put them on me that makes sense and, I'm assuming yeah well I think that, that's got to be obviously the team shape the team instructions isn't it to put it to Palmer that's what he's there for isn't he to win the yeah. flickers or hold it on for Mullin um, 
So yeah, he was losing his rag a little bit on Saturday. Um, that they were, the balls weren't aimed towards him properly. Yeah, okay. Uh, it, was a bit, it got a bit better last night. I noticed a few flick-ons that nearly came off, but uh, mm. not 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 enough, obviously. Um, so the subs, McAlinden came on uh, with the, he got a seven rated, uh, and I thought he did actually. I thought he did well, me personally. Um, yeah. Lee came on, got a seven point eight. Because um, again, he was. I think that's because he was the impetus and the driving force, and just a bit of, bit of that. If you're in the away end, you'll you, when the fans are frustrated, you'll hear him shout forward, forward. Well, Lee just goes forward all the time. He's looking to go forward, uh, and Dolby a seven point one. And interestingly, a lot of people on my timeline really were really impressed with Dolby um, in that game against Oldham. I think, like we just mentioned about Tolja's goal, I think Dolby. It's another one. Oh God! I just brought another forward player on. It's a distraction. He did. Yeah. He made some good runs. He got involved. Yeah. I think the three subs will probably my rating for the manager. I think the three subs were spot on. Yeah. I really think uh, they worked uh, very well and tactically. I think he got it right. Obviously, he got the three points. So you know, no one can argue with that, can they? Um, but he put them on at the right time. I've been asking for McIlwain to be back involved in the squad for a couple of weeks. Yeah. Um, just because of you, you've seen the quality. I remember Chesterfield away last year, he changed the game. Yeah, he did. Yeah, and he yeah. came on. He was the so he's got sub, that quality. Think, he? he was, yeah. So, so we'll go yeah, on to McIlinden because I yeah. think that I personally think that might be a debate for Saturday. Uh, me personally, I think I think I think you could argue you could start him instead of McFadden, but that's we'll keep that one for after. Yeah. So Parky got eight point one, and interestingly, the team got a six point eight, which again. To be fair, you know, I can see why it's that because of the fact that we've struggled to beat a team in fifteenth is the, the the theory, isn't it, in people's heads? Um, but I think what you're alluding to what you were talking about a minute ago was interesting. I think what we've now seen, lots of people say Parkinson hasn't got a plan B. Well, the last two games definitely, he's done the same thing in both games, whether it's forced or not. So I think why we now know what plan B is. Yeah, and you know what? It might even be sometimes, as deaf as it sounds, it can be a different voice in, to him. Whereas, obviously, he worked well, uh, Lee Butler, I'm not saying Aidan Davison, it was his idea to change the formation by any means, but he can just throw one in. What about that, Gaffer? Do yeah. you know what I mean? He, he, nobody knows, but he's come with a different mindset. Maybe he's learned from last year and thought, yeah, we've got to be able to change it. Be interesting to see how many games, when we review it, say, halfway through the season, how many times the manager's got a better rating than the team. That'd be interesting to see that one. Yeah, and I, I, I did, I did pose the the question actually. I think it was last week or the week before about whether, you know, the manager rating should the manager actually potentially be like your man of the match, um, in over a player if his rating yeah, is higher. Yeah. But people didn't like that idea, interestingly, because uh, if you look at it, on on that example, Parkinson's got the highest ratings. So in theory, you know, you, you, he's done the best job out of everybody. He's got he's fifty fifty and he does them changes. He's a genius. He wins the game. Yeah. He does them changes. We lose one nil. Next thing, oh, what did he, oh, why didn't he do that? Why? Yeah. So, to me, I think you're spot on there. I think yeah. I think if I had to give it to somebody, we'll give it to the manager. Yeah, yeah. I I I I, I can understand that. Um. So I say it's it's all ratings is really interesting when you see it from what I can see. Whilst the ratings are anonymous, I can see what everybody gives each player. And like some players will get a four and others and somebody else will give them an eight. So it's so interesting to see the delta in performance 
and difference of opinion. Um, it's quite mind blowing. So uh, I, you know, there's not too much in there that I think is uh, would be a million miles from what I would have put in. Uh, I did, I do all, I do submit a score, but I can't remember what I give to everybody to be honest. But uh, I don't think it'd be too far away. Um, yeah. So we came away. With, I mean, the atmosphere was great. We were locked in for half an hour. That wasn't great. There was obviously some issues outside. Don't really want to give them much time um, because of the fact that I don't, you know, I think the less we talk about them, the better. Um, but we'll acknowledge that we were, you know, there were some issues. Um, provoked or not, we'll ne- I don't think we'll ever really know, will we? Because, um, we no. you know, we weren't there and we're not in it. Um, you know, we, uh, we, we were dive- when we did get out, we were diverted past the front of the hospitality uh, and there was Alden fans there waiting for us outside. Um, yeah, there was police there, and they had to batten. They had to, they, you know, they were battening and uh, got wrestling people to the ground. Oldham fans, so you know, ev- the, not everybody's uh, clean in uh, in you know in those issues, are they? No, and ours is because of our owners as well. Why it gets hit in the press even more? Why it's in the Times or on the BBC Sport website and things like that? Whatever. Yeah, nobody could probably no. If you asked. Nobody could probably tell you on, on Saturday who who owns Oldham, could they? Well, so yeah. we, I would just get just gets times by a thousand percent more, doesn't it? Because of who our owners are, unfortunately. There's good points and there's bad points to it, isn't there? Yeah. And I think also fresh in a lot of people's minds. And I'm not saying that there was a lot of fans in our uh, people in our league, our op- opposing teams. The documentary series as well, didn't it? Highlighted, that, ironically, yeah. highlighted hooligans, yeah. hooliganism yeah. So, in football that week. Yeah, so I'm not saying that because of the documentary, that's why that happened on Saturday. No. Not at all, but I just think it got caught up in a massive bit of a whirlwind as well. Yeah, and I perfect think that storm. Made it... Yeah, it did, didn't it? Yeah, yeah, no, I agree, I I agree. Um, so, should we go on to last night? Yep. Um, so, that was, uh, I was on the uh, the football club's coaches, so we left the turf at quarter past three, got there in plenty of time. Um, managed to have a quick pint beforehand, uh, wandered into a, a, a Notts County pub, really. But they were all right with us, fortunately, because it was actually one of the security guards who, 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 who said, oh, yeah, just go up there and on the right. So we did, and we ended up in a, a brilliant place, actually. Um, but uh, it was friendly enough. But and on the way there, we were, sort of, you know, we're talking, what are we going to see? What do we want to see? Who's going to start? I think everybody kind of knew that we the eleven. I think you know. Yeah. I, th- I don't think there was any shock there. Um, although there was a lot of call, as you can imagine, for Lee to start. Um, that's uh, that's that's been lingering for a while, hasn't it? You know, will he start yeah. Lee over a Davis? But he didn't. Um, and then they were they were at it from the off. Really, I think they nearly scored after a minute or so. Howard made a good save, and then I think somebody yeah. cleared it off the line. Um, it happened it's so quickly. I was taken aback by it, um, and from that point on, for what half an hour or so, we never we we couldn't get a grip, could we? No, we we were out of it, but we were in it. If that as that sounds, because we had a couple of opportunities uh, where on another day, a couple of passes to our fellow strikers, and yeah. we could have come away from that game two one. Not to say not to disrespect Howard, because I thought he was brilliant. He yeah. kept us in the game massively. Um, but whilst you've got that, do him doing his job, you've always got that chance up front. And it was just one of them days, wasn't it? But just going back to that, as we all knew how we would start, as in the lineup, 
It'd be interesting to see Bar, McFasden and Mendy, where we've had the swaps at the left side. I think them other 10 have started, is it nine games in a row? Could have been. I'd have to check it. I'd have to yeah, check it. I'll go with what your guess. Yeah. Yeah. It's touching eight or nine, maybe 10 games in a row that that's been the starting 10, so to speak, which um, is a bit of a worry, isn't it? That we haven't got, we can, you know, we got to, we've got to put the, the injured players to the side at the moment. You know, we've still got a strong bench. It's just a bit of a worry that we haven't got that flexibility and there seems to be the movement to change the team. I think it'll change this week by, by just because of a defeat. I think yep. sometimes that means a manager does change it. But I just, why are we starting so slow again? We've mentioned it previously. It's just something's not right, is it? So on to the selection. So I agree. I, I I strongly believe we should have been able to rotate one or two players yesterday to freshen it up and not had a huge drop-off in quality. Yeah. Um Injuries, I guess, have hindered us a bit. So, for instance, O'Connor is only was the he was back on the bench one for the first time. Yeah. Um, but I, you know, I don't. I'm not sure. You know, when you talk about Dolby coming on for Mullin or Palmer, whoever, that's a drop. It's a big drop off that in it yeah. in terms of quality. Massive. Um, who else was on? So Tunnicliffe, it was taken off the bench. But him coming on in defence, ironically, although we haven't seen him yet, theoretically isn't a drop-off um, no. in quality. Theoretically, because I say we haven't seen him yet, have we, to yeah. be fair? No. Um, but that that, um, that that midfield, I still feel, is a body down. I'd be much happier if we could somehow generate a midfielder. Um, and I, so I think, I think you're right. I think you're right what you say. Uh, now, whether that impacts the start... It's hard to know until we saw it. If you see it change and then you still get the same starts, you're like, well, you've you've got to mix something up now. Haven't you? You've got to change yeah. something like in your routine or your walk, like you say, your warm ups, whatever. You've you've got it. You're gonna to have to just try something and change it. Um, but it was, you know, it was re- it was really it was just so disappointing because we were. I was just a bit like, you know, tonight's gonna to be the night. I think I hope we can lay down a mark and get a good win. Uh, not an easy win, but we'll get a good win, two-one or something, and you know we'll uh, we'll go away and we'll be we'll you know we'll we'll have we'll have set the tone for those away games, and it was just more of the same, certainly for the first half hour. Yeah, it it, it was, and I think it would have been great to come away from there being five points clear of them, wouldn't it? You mm. know, which we could have been, but uh, I'm gonna and I had a chat with Wayne today and Turf as well on Twitter and. They didn't. They they are not going to win the league, Notts County. I'll tell you that now. No, I understand why you say that. Yeah, because although because they're I, they're yeah. loving it on Twitter at the moment, uh, uh, every time I've seen them taking the mick out of Ollie Palmer and trying to take the mick out of our fan base and all this, I didn't. I I was more afraid of Chesterfield than I was of them. Yeah, you see, I, I listened to it. You went, um, but then you look at their last few results, Chesterfield. Yeah, um, they've fallen off a cliff, or something's happened there. Conceding goals, aren't they? Yeah. Uh, Willy nilly all the time. It's not far off to do with uh, the incident, maybe at Oldham has had a bit of a. I'm not sure. But on our day, we are still the best team in the league. That's yeah. And that's not being big headed or biased. The stats are there to prove it, aren't they? Yeah. At the moment, you don't win a league in October. Um, and I think come Christmas time, I think the gap will be there. I'm not saying it'll be huge, but there will be a gap. 
and then it's a time for us to go, what we decided, do we go again? But just on that, the selection-wise, I think we need to look in the loan market temporarily at the moment for... and just think to freshen it up for a midfielder. Any... Oh, I was going to say for anything or for a midfielder? I go for a midfielder. Midfielder and maybe even a winger. Interesting on the documentary that Parkies mentioned uh, when they were about buying Ollie Palmer in, he mentioned about a winger. Yeah. We haven't signed a winger. <laughs> yeah. Have we, really? <laughs> somebody Ford else isn't a winger. I didn't notice, but somebody else uh, I was talking to on the bus said on the whiteboard behind him, I think it did say, because uh, it had names on or a description of a player that they would like yeah. for, for different positions. And apparently... As I say, I didn't see it, but somebody said to me last night, it did kind of say a real, like a strong midfielder or something like that for a centre midfielder. Yeah. And again, we didn't really address that, did we? No, because it, obviously it's not. It goes in the documentary touches on about about whether they give him any more money when yes. they were struggling at the time and things like that, whatever. Uh, which is interesting, really, um, because of the budget. I mean, it can't be an open checkbook all the time, can it? It's no. got to be sustainable, is what they've said. That. Yep. People do see a lot coming into the club, though, from all the sponsorships. Yeah. Sell out every week at home. You know, yeah. that's a massive... You know, if you think about back to the trust days when we were getting four and a half or three and a half at home, it's it's trebling what the income was for them um, and shirt sales and things like that, whatever. But I just don't... I think it wouldn't do as a harm just to get a loan player in for a month and just see, just, you know, just change it up a little bit because... It puts people on their toes as well, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, so I, I absolutely, I, I agree with you. Uh, we, we, and we've been saying it about the midfielder all summer. To be fair, haven't we? Yeah. Since the start of the season, yeah. everybody's, lots of people feel we should have had an extra body in, or would have liked an extra body. Um, I, I would be really interested to know if, uh, financially. In fact, I can't remember that I wrote this on Twitter, but we had the conversation last night on the bus, and I said. It sounds like we're spending a lot of money, right? So it might be that although we think we're rich, they might not be willing to actually go and put their hand in the pocket and go and get another hundred, two hundred thousand pound player. That might we don't know, do we? That but that might be no. the case, which is why your idea is really good. And I did speculate. I just wonder whether, you know, he would be tempted to sacrifice a player to generate some funds, like you used to have to. And then the question yeah. becomes, who is that player? So you know. Would you, for instance, we don't know if there's bids in for players or what interest there has actually been. So, for instance, there was speculation around Davis, wasn't there? A little yeah, bit, yeah, a bit so, of a yeah. rumour. So, would you would you potentially go, well, listen, Elliot Lee's really good. You know, I think I could sacrifice him because they've put 100, 200,000, 300,000, whatever, um, or even a Cleworth. I'm not suggesting we should do this, by the way. I'm just, I'm just you know, playing yeah, yeah. devil's advocate. Hypothetical, yeah. Yeah. You know, I don't know if there is. We're we're all assuming that somebody will sniff around Cleworth. Would you say, oh, I've got Tunnicliffe and I've got Lennon, and maybe I could pick up a free agent just to be number, choice number five or six in defence. Um, I can get another 100, 200, whatever, whatever the number is for Cleworth, and that'll give me the money to go and buy midfielder X, who I've wanted for a long time. Just wonder how, you know, who... Um... Personally, I wouldn't. Um, we do need somebody, obviously, and there's going there's to be money in the budget for a loan player. But a quick thing is, we've got five goalkeepers on the books. Granted, two are in, uh, one's injured, one's on the way back. Yes, we didn't have. We had Leighton Dibble and Polish Dave. Yeah, didn't we? Yeah. So 
if you look at the money now, Dibble, Leighton, Howard, um, what's his Cold name Bank from Southend? Yeah, and, and, and the other one. Yeah, Rory and Watson. Watson. You know, that that's a big. You know, we're paying two extra players there, aren't we? You know, you one might paying... at the moment. It'll be two at Christmas because when yeah. when Leighton's back and usable, should we call him? Yeah, but we, you know, it, it, that's two extra wage coming into the squad there, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, yeah. Out of a, out of you know a squad of is it twenty five, twenty six? We've got something like that, whatever. So you know, we have got five goalies. Granted, you know, it looks like Dibs is out for a long time, and let's say Leighton's just back. Um, but we had to we had to address that issue. We had to have a number one because uh, you couldn't go into a season with you know with an inexperienced goalkeeper. But I don't know. I just think maybe they maybe they're watching. And they're just seeing how things... I mean, let's be honest. There's a lot of teams underneath us who'd rather swap with us. You'd swap straight away. You know, you've got your Oldhams, you've got your Scunthorpes, Torquies, even Solly Old. They did say, do you know what? I'd rather be in Rexon's position. Um, so I think maybe they're just having a keep, just keeping a watchful eye on what's going on, really. Uh, yeah, so I, I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I understand what you're saying. I, I, I agree. I say we, we were just sort of playing devil's advocate on the bus, trying to think about yeah. how we could potentially, if they, if they are saying to him, listen, we can't just keep throwing money at this now. You know, we need to see a bit more from what we've got and create your own money, create your own transfers. Then, you know, there are options there possibly for him. I think we have got strength in depth in a couple of places that he could do something if he really felt, I really need this midfielder because I think he really needs this midfielder, Um, you know, and how how we get them, you know, because it'll be buying a midfielder will probably give you a better quality one than trying to get one on loan. That was my theory. Um, Yeah, but then you've got to look at, you can have, you need a hungry player and not somebody coming just for the money. So then, Looking at the teams into the top half of League One, where I think we need to be looking at still, is there a midfielder who's not getting in the squad, who's on the bench for the last seven games, not good on the pitch? He's sort of not really in the manager's thoughts. You give just set down, just give them a challenge. Come here, son, three months or however a month, two months. Come here for, and see, show us what you've got, and you could get yourself a big, you know, a decent move here. He'll obviously know the money that the other boys are on, you know, if he comes from a League One. Or a division higher. Um, I don't think there's anyone in our league who would who we contemplate looking at because I think if if they if they're in there for us to to move on loan, then they're obviously not playing, are they? Um, no, unless yeah, you get one to, of them. One of them stupid deals. In our of, league, wouldn't yeah, you? one of them stupid deals of where you're buying the rest of his contract till the end of the season because they've had a big fallout. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it, it is. It's something which is caught us out a couple of times. But at the moment, we're not in dire straits crisis point. But you can see going forward where we can struggle. Yeah, the interesting thing is, I mean, obviously O'Connor will be an option when fit. But at the moment, he's so inconsistently fit, isn't he? Uh, So therefore, you're having to cover him as well now, aren't you? You're having to cover your rotation option. Yeah, and O'Connor's had a couple of breakdowns. Obviously, Touchwood, that's the end of his injury nightmare and we can actually see the player we've paid all that money for. Yeah. Um, but is it gonna suit him Maidstone and Maidenhead away on a Tuesday night on a bobbly pitch? We don't um, know because we haven't seen it, have we? Exactly, yeah. <laughs> We're only second guessing, but I think at all maybe a Rolls Royce. Yeah, I know? agree. I'd love to see us bring in a a, a, a you know a, some fresh legs in that midfield to for competition and rotation. Yeah. 
so that we can rest some players. Because I feel I saw those seven games in a row at home last season. I saw us run players into the ground, and I just remember seeing it and thinking, this lot are dead on their feet. They were dead yeah. on their feet when they got to that trophy final. I know he rotated it, but they were dead on their feet. And then they were dead on the feet when, you know, in the Grimsby game as well. You know, you could see it. So There's uh, a fine balance between um, being loyal, consistent performers, but also, this is what the, this is what we pay these guys for now, where they're monitoring what these guys are doing in training. They know their yeah. energy levels. Yeah. They know their fatigue levels. They've got to be on tapping on the door and saying, listen, Phil, he needs a rest. Red zone, you know, as they call it. Yeah, yeah he's in the yeah, red zone. Definitely. Can, yeah, you know, definitely. Can you not play him? Uh, or we recommend you don't play him. Yeah. Um, okay, so we fell to second. Um, night to forget. Uh, Palmer squandered a couple of chances. You were right there. Um, the the one in the second half near the start, I'm not really sure what he was trying, trying a Ronaldo chop or something when he was one-on-one with the goalkeeper. I just think he got caught in his feet. Really, he was close, pretty close to me. And I think that's all he did. He just, he had too much time. Yeah, almost. It, yeah, just been, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, a, that's an interesting way of looking at it. He, he had too much time to think about it rather than just getting it out of his feet. Crisp shot lash it past the goalkeeper and then we're back in the game aren't we all of a sudden yeah. so uh, I know Parkinson was quite critical of basically of, of our finishing from everybody because he pointed out Hayden had a couple of headers yeah. um, which uh, which he, he, he didn't score from um, and then Mullin and pa- I think Mullin and Palmer had a chance where it, they could have squared it rather than uh, or passed it because it, they might not have been square passes, uh, and we might have had a better opportunity to score because you can't guarantee it. But uh, I know Mullin had one. Was it just before half time and he shot over? Yeah, went over. I turned around to the wife and just said, "Even Harland wouldn't have scored from there," yeah, and he scored him from everywhere. It was difficult. <laughs> it was just. It was really you know your chances were so much slimmer than if you could have found a pass. Um, yeah. But I guess the thing is, that's where you were talking about players trying too hard. That's him trying so hard to get us yeah. back in the game um, because he understands us as fans so much. And you just think, oh, just that wasn't the time. Just square it and let's, you know. And as much as, you know, I think they'll be honest as well if you get chance, if you have a chance to speak to them. As much as they take the plaudits as well, they'll take the criticism on board yeah. and understand that, you know, on another night, another day at the race course, they probably would have squared it to each other. Yeah. But for some reason, unbeknown only to them, they didn't. And we've paid the price. It's not just that, don't get me wrong. You know what I mean? You can go through, you can dissect their goal and go through it. But sometimes it's the rub of the green, is it? It's, that's what football's about, isn't it? You know, they can't we, play well every week. And they could have scored both them. And we could have yeah. still lost three two. So yeah. So you don't because yeah, you don't exactly. know what's going to happen after a you know where the goal changes the game. So you don't this doesn't guarantee you win the game anyway. or you know no. or draw a game regardless. So um, so yeah. As I but I agree with what we said before. I you know I was I was more fearful of I know Chesterfield have fallen off the cliff, but I was more impressed with Chesterfield than I was with County last night. Yeah, and actually, I think I think. Some of the fan on the fans chats and that, whatever. Some of them have gone into absolute meltdown over it. Listen, five past five on Saturday, we could be back at the top of the league. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's you know, it's not, it's not, it's not as if they've extended it to twelve point lead over us. They've both got to come to our place as well. Yeah, you know, it, it's it, it just people just need to calm down and even well, look at the league table. Even look at the league table now. Honest to God, if you look at Alex Ferguson, what did he used to say? The league starts in January. Christmas. When you get there, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
look at it, and then that, and that's where you reassess, don't you, what you need in your team as well. Yeah. So uh, they, I, I don't think anyone will run away with it until February, March time. I think that's when we'll click into the next gear, and that's when we'll go. Um, but like I just said to one Notts County fan. Be a shame, wouldn't it, if we win the title when you come to our place? Oh, that would be imagine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, can you imagine their faces? They'll, they'll soon be quiet then. Yeah. Okay, so um, I won't do the county reviews because uh, I've 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 only had it up for a few hours, so uh, okay. uh, we won't we won't do county reviews today. Um, but I'll tell you this: when I looked at the average rating before. It was Mark Howard who had the outstanding score. Nobody was close yeah. to him. So I think people have recognised that um, about, I can't remember whether it was three, four times he pulled off saves, uh, you know, to keep us uh, to keep us 1-0 down, I guess it would have been at the time, and keep us within a chance of still snatching something from a throw or a set-piece even if we couldn't create something. So for me, I agree. Yes. I thought he was the best, our best performer last night. And his distribution as well. Some of the uh, he had a goal kick in the second half out of his hands. I think it nearly went. Molly. It, 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 it bounced on the edge of the eighteen, did it? I think, yeah. Yeah. Their eighteen yard box. It's uh, you know a great kick. I mean, I know their keeper did one back. I think in return uh, later on, but um, yeah, his, his distribution seems to be getting better. He's, he's starting to understand more when when to do the quick one, and when to do you know uh, uh, the quick short one, and when to do the uh, the long ones as well. Yeah, he's obviously a goalie who's been taught to play out from the back, hasn't he? You know, that's quite evident. Um, and we've just been talking about long long goal kicks, but he's comfortable with the ball at his feet. I know he got caught in pre-season, but listen, it's better to do it in pre-season than in the yep. game, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, When it yeah. counts. Okay, so shall we... Uh, we'll move on and do a snap. I've got... I'll say I've got uh, a, a, a few a few news bits here. <laughs> FA Cup wise, uh, Blythe Spartans away on the fifteenth of, of October at three o'clock. Well, you know, there's some history to that, isn't there? Yeah, I think it'll be a TV game. I think they'll be. Yeah, I'm all hoping over so. It. Um, I'm hoping so because I don't fancy that journey. <laughs> no, yeah, it makes you laugh, doesn't it? It's regionalised, and we still get a five-hour. trip. We got the longest trip, uh, I think. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, listen, it, it it it's great, and it's what the FA Cup's all about. Yeah. I think I've seen Bly Spartan saying, um, I think on Twitter about Ryan Reynolds. Is, are they going to follow him or vice versa? They wanted to follow Ryan Reynolds or something. They just wanted to tweet back off him because that, for them, it means thousands, doesn't it? Um, and I think there's been a thing about the gate receipts, isn't it? Uh, you know, saying, oh, um, they should, we should have half or whatever as per FA rules. I think the owners will give it all to them. That's yeah, not think... an issue. And for, for them, if the game is on TV, that's straight into our owners' hands, isn't it, really? Yeah, the stream it with the street with the streaming things. Well, I think yeah. we, they expect it. A full house for them makes about thirty five thousand. Yeah. So um, you know, the majority of the time, not all the time, but the majority of the time, um, they would be allowed to keep those gate receipts. And I just, I really, you know, I really hope that in this instance, given what football's been through, I really hope that they uh, they allow them to keep that money. Yeah, I did like the other idea as well. Can we transfer it to St James's Park? Oh yeah, well imagine that. <laughs> yeah, I'd be going to that one. Yeah. <clears throat> okay, so but no, it's 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 what it's all about, isn't it? The FA yeah. Cup. Perfect. That's so that. Those early rounds. That's a perfect game, isn't it? On a crisp yeah. October afternoon. Um. So following the Oldham game, um, they arrested 11, 18 to thirty-year-olds. Um, is what the is what the statement said. Uh, if you want to fight, lads, 
go and do it somewhere else away from the football. That's what I that's what I would say where there's kids, you know, I was walking around with my other half and me twelve year old and I was just thinking, you know, when these olden fans were there waiting for us, just thinking, just just you know, if you want to do it, that's fine. But, you know, bugger off to a field somewhere, not near all the families at the football, eh? Yeah, it's again it comes down I heard a lot of um a lot of Wrexham buses were stopped, weren't they? And fans were searched and Oh, I hadn't I heard, heard that, right. Yeah. Heard stuff about um they'd have the intelligence of weapons and things like whatever, which oh, okay. I must admit was is something I've never ever ever heard. Um listen, if these lads want to get up and have a fight in the field, off you go or whatever. Yeah. But I just think it was um a bit of a policing and it was actually ironic that the one bu- one of the buses they didn't stop was one of the ones that was involved in the trouble. Oh. <laughs> so uh, obviously the intelligence wasn't that great, was it? No, well. Um so as I said, I you know, I don't want to talk about them too much. Let's not give them yeah. the airtime too much. Uh so we got a BT game actually at last, uh, November the eighth, Scunthorpe away, seven thirty kickoff, I think, is the plan at the moment. Yeah. Um yeah. so that that's quite nice for BT to remember we exist. Um and that'll be a really good one in a, you know, it's not only if what is that a month away now, isn't it? Yeah, they've uh, obviously they've um, they've turned a little bit of a corner, haven't they? Um, uh, obviously, team that come down from League Two, um, and it's again, it's it's one of them. It's just our chance again to showcase, isn't it? Yeah, we need to, uh, you know, we're shaking off this BT hoodoo slowly, um, <laughs> which which we need to, thank God. But uh, yeah, it's just just another chance. I thought we go into it in a, in the middle of a good run, isn't it? Really, and we pick up from where we, you know. Where we left, where we started the run, and we just carry it and continue it into that. And it'd be nice to it'd be nice to go and put a show on, wouldn't it? Yeah, it'd it be nice, be nice to uh, yeah, away from our start 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 quick from yeah, start quick from the kickoff. Uh, so I don't know if you saw the tweet today from oh well, I think it was actually a, an Instagram post from Aaron Hayden. So Aaron Hayden put out a, a story on Instagram saying, uh, "Listen, I, I appreciate all the support, but if you could not knock on my front door, that would be uh, that would be great because you know I'm at home and I'm just trying to you know rest and spend time with my family. So uh, if you were one of those people, let's not do it again. Let's leave players alone. They're in my experience, they're more than happy to spend a bit of time and for selfies and what have you in and around the ground, uh, either our ground or away grounds. Um, I was picking up some tickets the other day. Uh, the players uh, half past nine in the morning were all just arriving, and there was people asking for for selfies and stuff. Then when I was getting my Notts County ticket, and they were more than happy to to do it. So uh, you know, just just pick and choose your time, is it? Yeah, this squad is uh, obviously with the way the world's changed now with social media. Uh, this squad all the time for anybody. Um, I've never, I haven't seen one bad comment since the owners have been there. I think they've done it themselves. The owners yeah. they expect the players to do it. Parky tells the players they need to do it as well. Interact with the fans. Phil Parky does it himself. Yeah. I've seen quite a lot on the documentary and just in general of uh, pop to pick up my tickets with my husband or whatever. And look he gives who I people into. tours of the state of the of the pitch yeah. and stuff. Yeah. Just uh, have you ever done a Rexham manager previously do that? Just come on, guys, come in, come and take you around the ground, show yeah. you the change, show you the changing rooms or no, whatever. No, no, you're right. No, no, not at all. And you're completely right. And um, obviously, I don't know where Aaron Hayden lives. I've got an idea of the location, as in what village or town he lives in. Yeah. But it just seems a real strange, strange thing. Is what we spoke about it in work. Spoke about it with the wife before. Really strange. It is because um, if it, I, if it's where I've heard it is, it's quite rural. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, so it's not like a built-up area. 
you know, where no. you just don't, you only have to walk hundred yards down the. Well, mind you, we don't know who it is, so it could have been locals. But yeah, it's that it it struck me as a bit weird because he is quite rural, uh, you know. And it's, I say I don't know, we don't know who it was. Maybe it was people from that town, uh, stroke village. But you know, it is just it is a bit freakish, isn't it? Well, it's not that he's got a young family as well to think yeah. about, and you know, let's be honest, if we were. Uh, and I'm not saying that it's acceptable if we were bottom of the league and we he's struggling, he's scoring an own goal or whatever. But he's been one of our consistent performers. He's a great, great player, great leader. He interacts with all the fans after the game, and that's on the pitch before he even goes off it and does his autographs and photos. So it's just like you say, just they all need time. You know, yeah. you look at the other week. You know, just to go on to Mullin, he went to the Mice Gwyn for a drink and he got the train home, yeah, having photos so, of all yeah. the fans and whatever. Yeah. Don't don't by one act of stupidity, don't put the others at risk where the other players might say, Oh, do you know what? I need to be a little bit more careful. I need to think about this, a bigger, you know, yeah, bigger window here, just be just gotta be careful. So, you know, just just leave him be. Let him let him let him recuperate and have time with his family. I'd love to be able to speak to a player and ask him the best way. But it strikes to me that if you even around the ground, just ask politely if somebody doesn't mind having a picture. If they don't want one for whatever reason, you know, just leave them be. Don't need to go on Twitter then and moan about it or anything. Yeah. Just for whatever exactly. reason, they've just they didn't want one at that time. You'll get them again. You'll find them again. Don't worry yeah. about it. Just ask politely. I'm sure 99 times out of 100, most of these lads will give you a picture or sign a shirt or a ball or whatever you've got. I've seen lads, uh, not last season, ask Leighton. They're always asking for his gloves, asking Mullin for the boots and that, whatever. And what Rob will say is, if he sees him a couple of weeks, you know, they're not just a glory hunter, he'll say to him, just meet us around the back after the game, mate. That's what I do. And it's on a documentary showing him giving gloves away. Yeah, that's Uh, That's not the first time, by the way. He's done that a lot of times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I I get it. Okay. Uh, so, I don't know if you saw the tweet today, but uh, the National League got £9 million, of, well, it got £12 million, I think it was, of uh, Premier League funding. So, oh, right. £9 million of that is going to the clubs to help with running costs, and three of it is going to whatever the National League Trust Foundation is. It's going for their Christmas due or whatever. Uh, so, <laughs> so, so uh, that's a bit of good news, because that's, you know, um, lots of clubs... Really rely on funding and you know and gate receipts and are still struggling post COVID. Um, so I, I, there's no mention of how it'll be distributed, etc. Uh, but it just you know that was the headline. So that's a good bit of news, a little bit of little bit of money for obviously a lot of these clubs. Yeah, and you know having visited some of these grounds, obviously not the last two we've been to, but maybe you know helping the likes of Wheelstone. You know when they had the issue with the barrier and behind the goal and yeah. and just helping them. Because obviously it must be tough for them. They, you know, they haven't got the ten thousands every home games, have they? That we've got. Yeah. We're lucky enough to get at the moment. But you know, when we go there, Notts County go there, and Chesterfield go there, maybe Torquay to some element as well. They're the big followings, aren't they? In South End, let's make sure you know that they're welcoming and as if they, they've got an opportunity to make the most money out of our out of the away fans' hospitality. Yeah. Yeah. So I thought that was good. So we'll see how that get, we'll see if anything else comes of that. Uh, distribution wise, um, I did a player of the month poll, which uh, for September, uh, which was overwhelmingly won by Ollie Palmer. So I tweeted that out before. Wouldn't disagree with that. Thought it started when he got that 
his first goal, and it, you know since then he's been on a, a he didn't have the best night the other, uh, last night, but since then he's been on a great run to be fair, uh, and looked back like the player that we got post January last year. Yeah, when he he got that one, didn't he? Um, it was you just seen Relief, his yeah. confidence level. He went into a rich reign of form, and um, let's hope he hasn't got the the, the um, what's it the hoodoo of winning it. Now he's won it. Um, October's going to be a dry month. For I, him. I don't think we've got. I can't. I can, we, we can't say that. We haven't got a hoodoo. Max Cleworth was fine after he won the award <laughs> in August. So. He just keeps get taken off now, Max Cleworth. It must be something. In it, I think. But uh, so, no, let's hope he uh, he bangs in a couple on Saturday, and then we could just wipe that one to the. It'll put be it interesting. Into the uh, reject yeah. box. It'll be interesting to see if the because uh, the club the club haven't done their one yet, um, and last time. I think they gave it to Hayden and we gave it to Cleworth. And I think the majority of people who messaged me were like, I think Cleworth had been the better player. So it would be, yeah. inter- it'll be interesting to see whether, um, you know, Palmer wins the cl- the official club one as well, or whether somebody else wins it. And we're, you know, are we a bit more in tune with the fans basically than perhaps the club are? So can I just ask you who came, who came second? You can. It Go was, on. I think it was Luke Young. Just give me a second. I'll open it up because I can't remember. I, I didn't do a reverse order and all that type of thing. I just yeah. put out because uh, I I was already sending out loads of uh, loads of messages this morning. Uh, so I'll tell you. I'll tell you. So Ollie Palmer got forty six percent of the vote. Uh, Luke Young was second with thirteen percent of the vote. And then there was a tie between three people. Next, it was uh, with nine percent each. It was Paul Mullin. Elliot Lee and Anthony Ford. Right. Yeah. I I think I would say my personal opinion. I think that's spot on. Yeah. Uh, From uh, the games but, I've seen. Yeah. And as I say, what you, you probably you won't appreciate this because you you probably don't get the messages I do. Luckily for you, um, but it's <laughs> so subjective and there's so much difference. Honestly, I mean, some there's one person thought Jordan Davis should get it. One person thought James Jones should get it. You know. Uh, so a few people thought Jacob Mendy. So it is, it's, you know, it is, it's so, you know, it is so diverse and we've all got such different opinions that, uh, you know, but Palmer overwhelmingly won it. So, uh, that was really good for him. Um, yeah. And we get a final thing. We get four episodes of the documentary tomorrow. Is it? Oh God. Right. We do. We get four episodes. Uh, I can tell you they are called uh, Wins and Losses. Uh, this is coming from the robryanred.com website, so we'll promote that for yeah. them. Uh, wins and Losses. Um, worst team in the league. I won't give you the descriptions because that, that spoils it. I'll just give you the the, the titles. Yeah. Uh, a Hollywood Distraction and Daggers are the four that we get tomorrow. And then it's all over a week later because with the final three drop next uh, next Thursday, so uh, uh, we're of season one, should we say? Because it sounds like yeah. we are pretty much guaranteed to get season two. But um, we're, uh, well, and we'll get some footage potentially from you for season two from your fan cam at North County. Yeah, there won't be much. There's probably some good footage from the Waterside Pub or the Riverside Pub. <laughs> Is that uh, where you were? Yeah. Half price food as well, so it was quite good. Uh, it's quite a few fans in there, uh, a few bit of good, bits of good singing. So uh, Alfie, my lad, was doing some filming as well. Um, there wasn't really much in the ground to uh, 
There's no, there wasn't of... much to cheer about, I suppose, yeah. No, they got a couple of bits of the fans singing and then they got um, a few incidents in the 18-yard box, but nothing to... Uh, it wouldn't take them long to review mine, I don't think. Oh, and okay. uh, I think, But the ones I've seen from Oldham, on, on the, like on the AAA, I know they use some of the footage for that, I think, as well. Yeah. Some of them were great. There was somebody running down the back row of the stand um, videoing all the fans, which was really good. Right. And that's what it's for, you know what I mean? Yeah. That, that was what... That that was good uh, footage. Fan footage is really good, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it was. So um, I think it'd been great okay. to uh, have it on some one of the fans. Maybe maybe somebody did film themselves when the penalty itself. That would be interesting to see. Yeah, yeah, because there's lots of the penalty, but not yeah. necessarily of like you say of the reaction to the penalty. I guess. Yeah. So no, um, no. Unfortunately, it wouldn't be much. Uh, it wouldn't be a Hollywood blockbuster for mine. Not yet. Maybe next. Maybe next week. Yeah, maybe next time. Do it again. All right, so Barnet. Saturday we've got Barnet. Um, this is really interesting because Barnet are much improved on last season. Um, you know, because they were—I don't want to—they were almost whipping boys last season, uh, the majority of the time. But they're much improved this season. So, uh, will you be there? I will be behind the goal. Yeah. So they're eleventh at the moment, and obviously we're in second. Um. So they are, as I say, they, they, they are a little bit better. Team-wise, I mean, I've not heard anything today. I've, I watched John Davis walk off injured. I'm assuming he won't play on Saturday. What, what did you see from him walking off? I don't think he will be. I think I think they've obviously had conversations, the management team, about the changes that we talk about. They're not daft. They see the same game as us, don't they? they and I'm not saying they change it because they have fans saying or... Parky's no, on no, fans chatting. Parky's on fans chatting under a different name, looking at it, going, "Oh, I better do that because that <laughs> they said that." Um, which, by the way, there has been previous managers who've done that. Red passion, um, yeah, yeah. But I think Elliot Lee will start. I I did call it the other week. Um, it didn't happen, obviously, but I think he will start, and I think Macalinden will start on the left as well. I okay. think um, I think there'll be the two changes. I think um, there might be another change. Do you think O'Connor could come in? Do you think or Tunnicliffe? I, I, I just Tunnicliffe is the one I think might start. I think they've been waiting for an opportunity. I think Max was just a little bit shaky last night. He was just only a fraction, but a little bit off his game. And I just wonder whether they'll go right. Have a just have a rest, Max, and let's give Jordan some game time. Um and you know give him some minutes in competitive minutes, um and then we've got a decision to make the week after between the two of you depending on the performance, um so I just you know that's just 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 because it was him like you say it was him who went off last night wasn't it for yeah did he go off for Macalinden? It double change wasn't it at the time? Can't remember. Yeah, but, yeah. But he was like you were saying before he was the one that went off, but he just didn't have a didn't have it. He, he wasn't his outstanding. Game. It was Hayden, I think, who was the pick of the defenders last night. Um, yeah, it's interesting you say that because a lot of them, we had it nailed on that McFazdeen was going off. Yeah, um, yeah. I think actually somebody said that the board, when they see you see, but then that's nothing, isn't it? Because these fourth officials um, using them boards or whatever. Yeah, they don't. Half the time they get the wrong numbers and what have you. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But um, it was surprised me. Um, that we put McFazzy in because he had struggled and he is he was a good player that right winger. You know, I'm not I'm not McFazzy's greatest fan, but I've got to give him a bit of credit. I think anybody would have struggled against that lad. Um I think McAlinda didn't have to do as much defending because we were 
taking the game to them, weren't we? And it was yeah. always on the counter if we got caught really in the second half for the for the, if they had the second goal. But I, yeah, I can see where you're coming from. He's a young lad. It wouldn't be no harm just to take him out, give him a breather, yeah, and then put him back in. Um, and this ton of cliff, you know, he's come from higher up the leagues, um, and we don't want him to be another Brisley, do we? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's really ironic because I like Brisley uh, the, the the few times we saw him, but I mean, you know, he's such a high caliber player potentially, Tony Cliff. Just you've got, you have got to give it, you've got to give him a chance at some point. It'll take the pressure off Parkinson if Tony Cliff is knocking on his door every Monday, going, "Come on, when am I going to play?" Uh, yeah. At least this week, Parky can say, "Right, you're going to start on Saturday. You know, leave me alone this week." Come back the week after. We might have to have a discussion depending on how you've played. Uh, so uh, that that was just the one. I just thought I agree with what you, you. I can you know I can understand what you're saying. Uh, and as I sort of hinted at before, I just wondered whether Macalinden at home against Barnet. Are you going to be under pressure defensively? I would hope not. Um, so could could you instead? Because he's got extra attacking quality, McAlinden, because because he is sort of a winger, stroke attacking midfielder, you know, could he be more of a weapon to us than McFadden? Yeah, and do you know what? If if he changed it in the middle midfield, obviously he leaves Luke Young in. We've been down that route before, yeah. but you know, and if we go with, don't be too afraid. I would say of play of play. You know, we've always mentioned. You know, you've got to think of how far Hall, Johnson and Hosanna are back. We've yeah, both had our yeah, discussions can... before about yeah. if Hosanna's fit, then he'll, he'll somehow get, he just gets found himself into the starting 11, doesn't he? Yeah. He'll find a new position for him if he has to. And is it a fact that, you know, remember Anthony Ford is a midfield player yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Could he you come know? in and be... And I'm, not, I'm not saying to rip our midfield apart at all, but, you know, it, can't be, it might be the case of, you know what, I think we want, I think in maybe the cup match... Um, or even a trophy game, I think we might see Ford in set midfield. Um, see, see to see what he can do. Yeah, because um, predominantly when he was at Oxford, that's where he did play. He, you know, he's no stranger to the right side, but he has played centre mid- midfield before. But I think it would, if he did three changes, people would go, "Oh my God, you know what? Oh, maybe he's listening to me, or maybe he's 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 got a plan B, C now as well, whereas people before say to him, he's rigid, he won't change it. Yeah, yeah. He can change the team and keep his formation and that's what keeping players competitive, yeah. you know, giving them an edge about it as well and we must have tried it in training so let's see it for ourselves, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, I'm all for you know. I, I'm all for it against teams that we you know we should be able to dominate because of our quality, uh, you know. And if we're two three nil up after an hour, let's get Mullen and Palmer off. Let's you know, let's give them a rest. You know what, Dolby, you have to have some faith in Dolby or, or Lee if you want to bring him on as an attacker. Um, you know, we've got these players. We need them. You know, we really do need them to be able to to do those little cameos, don't we? I think he mentioned it with Parky in one of his interviews about Sam. He was chuffed for his goal, for Dalby's goal. And he said, you know, he's been knocking on the door and he's learning off the other two as well because he's he's younger. But he's took his chance when he's been given it. And I think if you remember the reaction of when he scored, everybody Howard, went to him. Yeah. Everybody went to him. And that says to me that this lad could have an important part to play in the promotion for us where it's not working for Mullin and Palmer. And it was interesting that the last two games, he's chucked them on with him. Yeah. Yeah, it's not replaced he took one, one of them, them off. No, it's, yeah, he's, he's come um, on. Which yeah. it's it stands in good stead, doesn't it? Really, because we both know if one of them's got a brace or Mullin's got a hat trick, no doubt. 
they're both coming off, aren't they? And um, if any frustrating, I know somebody spoke to Mullin about it, and he said, he said, oh, it's frustrating. He said, but the gaffer just like that, just wrap us in cotton wool. Doesn't want us to get injured. Especially as he was carrying that hamstring injury, wasn't he? Yeah. So we do, we need him yeah. to, uh, you know, we do need that. Um, so let's go score prediction time. Uh, my favourite game. Um, let's have a look. So um, just to pick us up to date, so we know. Uh, obviously, uh, against Oldham, me and you said three one wins. Uh, Alex said one all. Um, so Alex doesn't get any points. We got a couple. Um, so we made up a bit of ground on him. Uh, against Notts County, I frantically messaged to uh, get the to get the get the <laughs> scores. Uh, I went one all. Alex went nil nil. You went two one. We lost one nil. So none of us covered ourselves in glory there. No. Nope. Uh, but this week is this is the week that I'm going to get a score right and a result right. Um, I'm not going to tell you what I'm going to predict because I'm going to get yours first. Uh, <laughs> go, go on, give us uh, give us your prediction. What do you think? Uh, I think the clean sheets are going to come back, definitely. Okay. And I'm going to go for, I'm going to go for four nil. Blimey! All right, you think we are going to take them apart? I'm going two nil. Um, and we'll I'll message uh, I'll message Alex and see what uh, see what he see what he says. It seems as he's deserted us tonight. Um, <laughs> But yeah, so yeah, so in theory, what we're kind of both saying is probably let's hope that we have a pretty comfortable afternoon, don't get any injuries, uh, no sendings off, please, and let's you know score a couple of goals and start another run. Yeah, definitely. And like uh, you say, we could it, be top of the league because that uh, they've got some. Tr- I'm sure. I'm just going to check now. I'm sure they've got some tricky games. Uh, both of them, I think, have got not easy games. Um, both be away, won't they? Yeah, because haven't they both had two get home games on the yeah, run? Yeah, they both had both had the double headers of the home games. Yeah. Ah, yes, right. So here we go. So Chesterfield are away at Eastley. Well, they're no mugs, are they? Uh, no. Eastley. And um, who am I looking for? Uh, not County. County. Not County. Away at Woking. Yeah, which is a tough game, isn't it? So that could, Very you know anything game. could happen there. Exactly. Yeah. So, like you said before, you know they they, they might like like us might just enjoy one week at the top of the table and be humbled again. Yeah, and, and like I said, it's nice to be at the top. Don't get me wrong; we don't get any prizes in October, but I just think Stockport were pretty late on when they when they started when they went to top. I think Chalner took over in October, didn't he? I think, and then they moved Slowly just after Christmas. Up. Yeah, yeah. 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 And then they stayed there, obviously, with us or whatever, nip and tuck when it changed a bit. And I just think that we'll get that run. And, you know, if we can get on the run, I know we got to eight games, but if we look at ours, all right, we've got maybe a couple of tricky ones. Ball and Wood are always, you never know. But I think if we can get into, you know, maybe double figures, unbeaten, a couple of draws in that, brilliant. It's not the end of the world, let's, let's be honest. Look at the points total we got now. You know, if you look at the remaining points there is to play for, <laughs> There's got, a lot to play for, isn't there? <laughs> yeah, I've got. Uh, interestingly, somebody, uh, um, but somebody had talked about that on uh, Twitter, right? So, um, from so we're averaging three points a home game and one and a half point per away game currently. Yeah, yeah. Um, and given the fact uh, of obviously uh, how many games are left, and I mean it doesn't quite work out. 
I, no, you know, it's, it's yeah. not going to, you know, it, it's going to vary. But let's just, that's our marker. Those are our averages at the moment. So if we use them, um, we could still end up with 105 points. Yeah, I think I think I think we'll hit. I think we'll hit ninety six, ninety seven, maybe. Yeah, and that's given or taking a few. I mean, you've got to not, look at nobody. Not I, I'm. I'll be amazed if anybody beats that. Yeah, I, I don't. I as like I said from from before, I don't think any of them two teams will beat it. All right, we'll leave it there. I appreciate. Your, I appreciate your time. No problem. Uh, and we'll let's hope we have a good result. And we'll come back next week feeling a bit more positive, unlike the day after losing to Notts County and having to take all the all the stick on social media. There ain't no horses running around the Kairos anymore. But that's been a football club here since 1864 Trying to do the town a city proud Playing under the massive floodlights of the racecourse ground Shine, you'll hear our cries. Hold our hands up as the Welsh dragon flies. We're loyal supporters on a lifelong journey. We'll live in hope, but we'll die in Cadbury. I've been telling everyone I see. I've been telling. I've been telling everyone to listen to me Someday we will be back in the football league We've had the best home talent like Joey Jones And his best mate Mickey T Davis was a druid, he loved Cumbri And his namesake Jordan on a scoring spree Legends from far feel like Trinidad We've had great players And some who drove us mad We've seen the lows and the highs Seeing I've been telling everyone I know I've been telling everyone who listen to me Someday we will be back in the football league Someday we will be back in the football league Someday we will be back
I've been selling my nephew and my godson. I've been selling my dog and the postman. I've been selling my mom and dad for years. Someday we will be back in the football league. Someday we will be back in the football league. Someday we will be back in the football league.